Good morning. This is Glenn Andrews of Heroes and Kings. It is a, a good Thursday, good Thursday morning. Uh, got busy, busy, busy yesterday. Didn't get a chance to drop my thoughts on the world. and But I did wake up and said, thank you, Lord, for giving me another one. Just as I do every day, every day. Uh, this morning, oh, really, after what has taken place this week in the world, personally, professionally, having a, a, a great conversation with my son, uh, some conversation with some of my, 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 my friends at, at the facility, at the gym I run, just some great, great conversations, some conversations with some of the members of the gym. You know, I, I really, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't consider myself a talker. I would consider myself an engager. And there's, there's always, when you say good morning or good afternoon or just start, just common etiquette, it opens you up to meeting someone or talking to someone about what they're doing in life and uh, what, their, what, what their goals and aspirations are. And it's weird how it comes, how it happens in a gym, in a CrossFit box or a spin studio, wherever. That's why CrossFit is so successful because it captures that social element, that connection element, that element of bringing individuals together with a like-minded goal, but they also create friendships which is kind of uh, lacking in your box gyms, like your goals gyms, your snap fitness, your 24 hour anytime gyms. However, if you get the right staff and the right people in your facilities or in these places where people work out, they can create that atmosphere and that environment. Having said that, I, I have great conversations with people every day. I have two that really, really actually three that stood out uh, a gentleman about my age first initial B who who going had was going through some employment challenges he left a big firm and went to another firm and and learning how much corporate America I wouldn't even say corporate America some organizations some corporations uh, putting money first versus customer service and quality and how the company he was with were just literally robbing its customers, which were other businesses, and it just did not sit well with him. And it, it was the irony that me and him could switch switch shoes. He can step into my shoes and I can step into his shoes and we would have this same perspective about individual, about organizations and corporations not having a concern about truly, truly giving great customer service and trying to present and provide the best product and service possible. But the, 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 the one theme that came away from that discussion me and him both had is we have to get off that wheel. We, anytime we get into that spin of being in an atmosphere and environment where we know it does not feed us holistically, spiritually with positive vibes and you wake up in the morning and you dread going, that's, that's spending time on this earth unhappy. That that's not going to last long. That's not even it's not even healthy for you. So the end draws near. 
for him and me. We, we recognize what we need to do. So that was just one conversation. The other conversation I had with a young man named Lucas, who uh, he actually just canceled his membership to our facility, and he's getting ready to go to a CrossFit gym. Now, it's more because his wife want to go to this go to this CrossFit gym because she likes to come in in the morning, the 5.30 in the morning, uh, the social aspect, the intensity of the class, and they're paying, they're going from paying $65 a month to $400 a month for that connection and making adjustments in their finances to go to a gym, go to a CrossFit gym versus the box gym that I am the gym in. And we, we were just having the conversation about CrossFit and training. And then we just got into a conversation about life goals, mentoring, what you want to give back to the world and what you want to do and I mean it just got into a real deep conversation and you just never never know when you're talking to someone how your lives intersect here I am a a, a late 40s early 50s African American man from San Diego with all this corporate background in this second trimester of getting into fitness and health and trying to be a fitness and health administrator and manager. Here he is, a young kid, uh, 26, 27, just out of school, a photographer, a Caucasian male. Uh, he just got married, just got married, and him and him and his wife are on, on the beginning of their journey, and we had this connection, especially when it comes to fitness. Because I can be in a gym every, I'll be in a gym every day until I can't do it at all. That may put me in a wheelchair and bring me in the gym. But he's the same way about it. But then he, he has his four things that he does in the morning, which is to, to, to when he wake up to thank God, read his Bible, look at what tasks he needs to uh, take care of the day, and make sure he 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 achieves that task, and then four make a connection to another human being. You know, make a, 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 a organic, holistic connection to another human being. And he said if he does those four things every day, life is going to be all right. And that was to me, that was impressive and very cool, you know. And once once he left, once the gym, after our conversation, cause we talked for about a good 30 minutes. So I kind of interrupted, interrupted me running around the facility as well as kind of interrupt his uh, his workout. But it was just one of those conversations where whenever until as his membership ends and he's still working out there and doing CrossFit, he's doing both. He's doing two a days. He's in very, very good shape. We're going to always chop it up. We're going to always chop it up because there's going to always be something to talk about, but it's going to be positive vibes. Then I spoke to a young lady who, uh, who is getting ready to go on a, on a sabbatical for a little while and have to leave the gym for a little bit, then come back. But as we were talking, we were talking about sports medicine and how to connect sports medicine as well as uh, injuries, rehabilitation and everything that goes along with training to how to how to connect doctors with athletes, with folks who come to the gym. And what I learned from this young lady whose initials are TL, who comes to the gym all the time works out very quiet. I always just speak to her, but I, you know, I, I don't invade people's space. And just yesterday, 
and her coming to wanting to set up her time for the freeze and sabbatical, we just got into this conversation and come to find out that she is working on her PhD in sports medicine, number one, but number two, her coming to the gym and working out was because the stress of working, the stress of trying to get her PhD had taken its toll on her health mentally and physically where she was going to be put on blood pressure medicine, cholesterol medicines, uh, migraine medicines, and all these medicines for this career and getting this PhD in sports medicine to be healthy, but she wasn't healthy, and that led her to the gym. And it was like, wow. So in our conversation, I talked to her about how, you know, I literally left a different career, uh, left, left a different career, not so much to get into fitness. Uh, I probably would still be in corporate America and finance uh, if if things hadn't changed as far as banking because I was in the banking arena, you know, who, or I'd be dead because I wasn't that I was I was in bad shape. I was in terrible shape. I had got on, gotten out of shape with working out. All I did was work and make money. And I put my health down at the bottom of the totem pole and it took its toll on me. And so me leaving corporate America raised my health to me being selfish about my health and taking care of myself. But it also led me to wanting to be a personal trainer and getting certified and taking everything I have academically and experiences and, and to turning that into something I can do for my own. And in and, 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 and us having that conversation, I was letting her know that you know, in sports medicine, you have the opportunity to work with professional athletes, but you also need to start thinking about working with professional athletes after they leave baseball, football, soccer, tennis, golf, whatever the sport they're in, ice hockey, soccer, whatever sport they're in, have a, a holistic plan to work with athletes while they're in their sport and in the professionals and also after they leave because now I'm finding myself consulting and talking with uh, retired NFL players and what I am telling them is they have to get their bodies not so much into their younger shape of being an NFL player but their bodies was used to that movement their hearts was used to that movement so they have to get their bodies back into that that place and they need to find the or the the holistic and organic organic medicines which for the most part is marijuana and medicinal marijuana that works to allow them to move and to keep their mind kind of uh kind of kind of mellow because we're dealing with CTE as far as NFL players CTE joint issues surgeries and for the most part they're on a lot of pain pills and and not all, but they're dealing with Vicodin, Percocet, a lot of pain pills, and some some alcoholism in some some cases, and need to find a way to transition them out of that. Uh, I don't know too much about how. What, what I know, basketball players are dealing with some heart issues, but we just talked. Me and me and TL just talked about all those things that I'm doing from a personal training, functional training specialist and being someone who is older now, who's been an athlete all their life, but I've always been able to maintain, uh, outside of that them years in corporate America, being able to maintain uh, a perspective on how to keep my movement and have mobility. So it was just, it was just three, three great conversations with three different people from three 
three backgrounds totally different from me. Two white guys, one sister, uh, the age range from 30 to 55, and you just never know how you can connect with folks. So then after that, yesterday, my son, he he's in college and trying to make his way and figure out what he want to do. He's a physics major, but he's doing all this computer stuff and he's just building his computers and had another conversation with another cat. And I was telling him about my son building the computers. And I just asked my son, I said, uh, May, can you, if, if I brought you down, if you came down for the summer and I set it up where you could teach kids how to build computers do you think you can give an instruction on that and without hesitation he said yes and i'll and, and you know and that's my son my son and my daughter will help anyone because that's what andrews do we we don't mind helping anyone but he i've seen him do presentations and be in front of a large crowd and speak and do instruction so i knew the answer would be yes but and he don't really know that I'm asking him to do this sometime in the future because I know my son has something that he can connect to other younger younger brothers and sisters with that just it would just be a seed planted. And I'm going to find a way once he has some break and once school in between school to do some kind of of of, of fair computer fair or something where we can show kids how to build their own computer. Because yes, yeah, on YouTube, it's on it's on these channels, but it doesn't reach the African American community what they can do once they open up their mind and understand what it is to to think and be brilliant. You know, that's that that's that connection. I want my son to be able to connect to other people and show them how they can be brilliant. I'm trying to do it, and I want my son and daughter to do it. My daughter does it through photography and writing. She's a great writer. And so, matter of fact, she's fantastic with English, even better than me. She corrects my English because English was not my thing. My thing was statistics and math. So, yeah, yeah. My, 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 my word, my thought is, for the day is brilliance and engagement brilliance and engagement you never know who you're going to talk to and who you're going to connect with but if if everyone is focused on being brilliant and connecting with other brilliant people you never know what comes from it this is glenn andrews heroes and kings uh this kind of went all over the place but I just want to leave you with that little that little piece right there. Try to be brilliant every day and try to engage and connect with folks. Glenn Andrews, Heroes and Kings, signing out.